when it comes to heating up your business, it's all about making more bacon. And that requires an expert with a particular set of skills. You need a Baconologist. Building authentic connections, online networking, through social selling, relationship marketing, mindset and training. Yeah, that's bacon. Get ready, because we're about to fry up a sizzling success strategy. This is the Bacon Podcast with your host and business Baconologist, Brian Basilico. It's a lot of bees, man. Welcome, everybody. I'm your host, Brian Basilico, and this is the podcast where you learn to make your business sizzle online. So are you ready to fry up some new business? Hey, peeps. Timing is everything, right? Trying to run a business and prepare to move from our 22-year run at our 3,500-square-foot house into an 800-square-foot third floor apartment while our 2200 square foot house is being built a thousand miles away is a challenge. Included in that is selling our old furniture which won't fit into our new home, especially my office desk. Coordinating the movers and getting all of the furniture off the second floor into the garage and scheduling the pickup and sales from multiple people. And that's just the start of it. I built my office years ago to meet the goals of my business. I went from a small metal L-shaped desk with a Blueberry iMac to a multi-computer system with seven screens, six hard drives, multiple backups, and more. It's been a process. I've taken many small steps to grow and change to evolving technology and the business trends. Factor into that a direct lightning strike on my house, which almost fried every piece of tech in it, and having to move my office desk from one room to another to accommodate remodeling and painting a new carpet, it took patience, persistence, and a plan. Luckily, I sold my desk, but I had to disassemble it, and most of it would not fit through the bedroom door. And not having old instructions, since I bought this thing from Office Depot for $4,000 over 20 years ago, it was like trying to figure out a jigsaw puzzle without the box cover as a guide. But I did it. I got it broken apart without even breaking it, got the movers to move all of the parts into the garage, and had the buyer pick it up and pay me for it. So after getting all of that tech off my desk, I had to set up a temporary office in my current home and then plan to set one up in the apartment or co-working space. And it's part of a two-part plan. How do I make both of those new things work along with what's happening now? In the time in between homes, it takes a bit of planning. What I need is to continue working without limiting what I can do and cannot do with tech, office supplies, and so on. Then I had to plan out where in the pod, the moving container, do I put the boxes and tubs of stuff so I can access the tools and technology I have if I need it. It's all about having the goal to continue to be productive and flexible while not over or underestimating what I need to accomplish that goal. So, what's a goal? I think that a goal is an admirable thing to have. Maybe you've heard the saying, a goal without a deadline is just a dream. Or a goal without a plan is just a dream. 
I'd like to add that a goal without a plan is just a goal. If you're a sports fan, a goal is putting a ball or a puck into a net. The team that scores the most goals win. But if you're a business person, a goal is an object or an effort with an aim to a desired result. It's only a competition if you want to keep score. We often associate having a plan to achieve a goal or goals, but I'm going to inject a little logic here. A plan tends to be rigid with steps and milestones and measurables. We tend to be blind to the details that are often right in front of us and may compromise or may be contradictory to our goals. An example of that was the Challenger disaster. It was caused by paying attention to tests that were performed in 60-degree weather. The temperature was in the 40s when the Challenger launched and ultimately exploded. Now, what's a strategy? A strategy is more fluid and flexible. Plans typically focus closely on long-term goals, which can often take place over a long period of time. Strategies tend to be more focused on the steps or short-term goals that make things happen in succession. For example, a goal I have with my business while I'm in an apartment or co-working space includes secure internet, which is included in our rent. So a plan is to get internet. My strategy is to have a backup plan I don't know the strength or reliability of the service. So I've tested my phone's 5G hotspot and see how it works with my laptop. That way I can access it if my desktop computer fails. So my strategy is to use my desktop for most business functions and have my laptop as an alternative if the signals aren't stable. So how do we work a goal with a strategy? In marketing, the most common goal I see or hear is to increase sales. To achieve that, we tend to implement multiple strategies concurrently that evolve with feedback loops. With larger B2B businesses, there are three key parts that have to work concurrently and evolve as we proceed. One is create content. Another is to distribute that content to the sales team's social and email systems. Also, we have to train the sales staff on how to maximize connections and engagement and get them to be actively involved in the content creation and distribution. Marketing plans and calendars try to structure out content over time. But what if there's some immediate needs or changes in the business climate? The owners and the salespeople have an intimate connection with the client. So that has to be factored into all content creation. Many salespeople have LinkedIn accounts, but an audit often shows a wide range of completeness, verbiage, and even look and feel of the accounts. Getting everybody as close as you can to be on the same page is advantageous to your overall marketing goals. Training people on how to better engage with customers and prospects 
will maximize the efforts put forth by sharing great and timely content. You will miss opportunities if you don't reward and encourage activity from your target audience or audiences. All of that is a system, but the strategy has to be flexible to adapt to the diverse needs of the company, staff, and ultimately the clients who achieve the goal of increasing sales. So let me leave you with some final thoughts. My best laid plans turned into a fire drill when the movers and the buyers showed up at the same time for all that furniture and gear we were selling, as well as the home stager who was trying to retrieve all of her staging knickknacks and furniture. I was in the middle of packing my stuff into the pod when all of this happened. I had a plan and a strategy, but I had to adapt to the changes of that current situation. Getting rid of all the furniture and tons of belongings was a strategy, but now it's time to make another one. Fitting all that's left into a 12 by 8 container so it can be moved to our new home when it's ready on August 39th. Yes, that was a joke. We have no plans to move in yet. Thank you for letting us sprinkle some bacon bits into your brains. Want some more? Learn more about this podcast and our guest experts at baconpodcast.com. Have questions? Send them to askbrian at baconpodcast.com. Until next time, keep sizzling. And remember, it's all about the bacon. <laughs>